0: You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Uh, hello, everybody. It is indeed the GoBirds podcast. I uh, appreciate everyone tuning in. As always, I'm John Barton along with LH Shore Parks and, of course, James Seltzer. And, uh, man, the heat is turning up in Philly. I don't know how it is wherever you're listening. It's starting to feel good, getting that farmer's tan going. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to uh, lot to discuss. You guys have been doing a great job with the text line. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of good questions in there. Odd ones, silly ones, and uh, honestly just saying hi. So we appreciate it. As always, 267 245 Sixty-sixty-six. James Seltzer, how are you, sir? I, too, am rocking a farmer's tan, so I'm wonderful, John. (laughs) Elliot, we got farmer's tan or we got full tan for you? I got no tan. I don't know how you guys,
2: what are you doing that you're getting tans? I mean, it's sunny outside, I guess, but I haven't been tanning. I don't know. Maybe I should be. I do wish I had a tan, but I have no
0: tan right now. Why can't you blog outside and, you know, write outside and do all that stuff? (laughs)
1: I walk I walk my dogs for like somewhere in the neighborhood of forty five an hour a day and then I take Zoe on walks, especially on the weekend, like a couple hours, you know.
0: Yeah. I two things
2: off of that. Okay. One, you walk your dog forty five minutes to an hour a day. Yeah, why yes. wouldn't you? Wow.
1: Damn, oh,
2: yeah. I How long do you walk even your dog? Short. For? Like
1: on the weekend, sometimes I'll take them for like an hour long walk, like sure. one walk alone.
2: Wow, so the vet said my dog had to lose like three pounds, and maybe now I'm realizing why. <laughs> I, I, I mean, amazing. I take him on walks, but we have a backyard, so I just let him out there. But I guess it's not really the same.
0: Uh, hashtag my Elliot dog. Dog, yeah. dog Tips. Hashtag Elliot Dog Tips at GoBirdsPod. Uh, and, and maybe we can get him along the way. Yeah, I think that's an important one. That would definitely lose three pounds uh, for sure, James Seltzer, I want to introduce something new, and I think we have to do this every single week until we get you a sponsor. But until we do, just know that if you're listening to this and if you're a seltzer company, whether it's a hard liquor seltzer, whether it's just regular seltzer or any type of seltzer that you can possibly think of, if you know somebody, if you run a company, I mean, this is a prime spot here, baby. We're going to review seltzers through the summer because I don't know if you know this, there's, there's no sports going on, so we need to have a little fun. And James Seltzer, I'm going to start with the non-alcoholic first. It is a store brand mandarin orange seltzer your thoughts
1: Uh so specifically what store so it is a you know, giant
0: and- brand mandarin orange seltzer
1: yeah, I'm going to give it like a uh, – what am I grading this on? Like a 1 to 10 scale? Is that what we're going with here? I, I,
0: I figured you could do it because I know you're a vintage lover, and that is your brand, and Love you can vintage. go and do that. So, vintage is just terrific so stuff. So I'm, I'm just saying vintage. Uh, you can – you can I, I think that's the barometer for seltzers because that's your brand. Uh, okay, I, I, so it's like a half of vintage. A I half of vintage? Wow. Yeah,
1: it's okay. It's solid. Uh, most store brand bought seltzers uh, of like the 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 brand, like the generic ones don't have the same bubble pop that I need. I need bubbles, man. I need bubbles in my face. <laughs> I need bubbles in my nose. I need to feel the bubbles. Yeah. That's what makes vintage so great. It is highly carbonated. And um, without knowing specifically the exact can you're drinking, yeah. I'm going to guess the bubble content. Well too low for it this is, guy. it's
0: a it's a little light i would say this is very light for james seltzer in the bubble department uh, elliot i can't remember you a seltzer guy or not no i only like plain water oh, i mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean so i'll sense. drink
2: like alcoholic seltzers but i'm not like uh like if i'm just out getting you know just eating or like yeah. uh, my girlfriend Drink drinks LaCroix, all the time. Like I don't drink any of
0: that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair. Well, uh, good because I just like plain water. I just I'll yep, take some that water. That's It's my drink. It's my, it's my favorite it. meal. Water. Drink of uh, choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, feel free to chime in on, on this, Elliot, because I too, and uh, I'm sure James hasn't tried this either. I, uh, you know, that hard seltzers is like going crazy in the market, and I, c- I keep seeing new ones. So, how, what do you think of this idea, James Seltzer? The Social Club Seltzer is the brand. And it is an old fashioned hard seltzer cocktail. Would you buy it if it was on the shelf?
1: Um. So so it's like an old fashioned, old fashioned selt- like hard to drink, seltzer. an old fashioned but seltzer. Yeah, style? I,
0: I'm gonna try it uh, so we can so you can ju- uh, judge by my reaction. But like, I would, would give you it a so, shot. Would you give it a I shot? Try it. Give that a shot, Elliot. Would you give it a shot? An old fashioned seltzer. <sighs>
2: I've been trying to drink less old Fashions, but okay. I would give it a shot. Yes. <laughs> Who
1: says I've been trying to drink less old fashions?
0: <laughs> well me. <it's- laughs>
1: Just like drinking old fashions nonstop. Yeah, and you can't control yourself. It's been
0: watching oh, yeah, Mad Men to too kick much. With
1: them
2: and now I'm trying to tone it down a little. But I would I would give it a
0: shot. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's crack it open. And oh oh yeah, that's a oh, it's got a nice mm, Oh, it smells good. Mm. Quick taste. Uh oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. I agree. Huh? Uh, this is terrible. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just bad. Like I get the concept of it, it but James, this is like literally j- drinking a shot of whiskey with some bubbles behind it. It's it's got weird. Yeah, that's not gonna cut it. That's Damn not it. gonna cut Damn it. Damn it. Well, I'm I'm not looking forward to their uh, sidecar version, but uh, that was the other one I bought in the mix of six. So you know we will continue on. If you have something that you guys want us to try, uh, two six seven two four five sixty sixty six or at Go uh, for that, speaking of which, James, last episode, I wanted to get uh, just your quick take, and if you want to hear me and Elliot kind of debate it back and forth uh, on on what this—I mean, whoops. the thing we've been trying to figure out literally since Jalen Hurts got drafted—but I want to put that aside for a second. Besides Jalen Hurts, uh, quick take, James, do you believe that Doug Peterson needs to shake up his offense?
1: No, not to a, a drastic degree. I do think that you know, I think some little tweaks, kind of, you know, I think you always need to to I think just because an offense works doesn't mean that it's going to work forever. I think you do need to tweak it. You need to constantly be paying attention to what the league is doing, where it's going. So I think little tweaks, but I don't think it needs some sort of overhauling or anything like that. I I think the basic tenets of what Doug does work. I think he's smart. I think he's a good play caller. Um, I think... I mean, it's something we talked about a lot last year. I mean, I just, I just want to see Carson moving around more. We saw that the last four games of the season. I want to see them getting him in, him into space where he's most comfortable, the ability to kind of make plays happen. I want to see a little bit more of that. But on a a grandiose scale, no, I don't think it needs to be overhauled in any
0: way. Uh, well, maybe we can. And again, if you want to uh, listen to me and Elliot debate it and uh, have my like talk myself out of something, uh, for uh, for a couple of minutes, and then, uh, well, I don't know. we still don't have answers. That's why it's. It's nuts, and there's a couple of questions about it in the text line there, too. But, uh, Elliot, I want you to set this up because you're the one that texted it to us. And, listen, it's Pete Presco, uh, but it's a top 100 list of of NFL players. And uh, Carson Wentz isn't on it, and there's some pretty noticeable odd quarterbacks that he put on this list that uh, were above Carson Wentz. Uh, Let us know what's happening there. in your opinion. Well, we'll debate it a little bit here, but yeah. Yeah,
2: so, look, I mean – It's always interesting to see what the perception of Carson is by national people versus Philly. And I would say nationally it's probably much more split than it is here. Um, So Pete Prisco, I like Pete Prisco. I mean, whatever you think of him, obviously this is just somebody's list, right? So it's not like the end-all, be-all. But he ranked (laughs) the top 100 players in the NFL and he didn't have Carson in there. Now, on that that topic alone, I think you could make an argument. Well, I'll say this. If there was a draft of of 32 teams – Carson would definitely be a top one hundred pick. So that's one way to look at it, right? He's a quarterback.
1: He's He'd be young a top age. top be a top fifteen pick if there were draft under teams. I mean, that's not even
0: a question. Yeah.
2: Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, there's I don't think he's a top fifteen player, but I bet I mean, I'm sure it would go quarterback straight and he would be a top fifteen quarterback. So he would regardless, he would definitely be in the top one hundred uh, of a draft. He'd be in the top like twenty-five, probably. But The quarterbacks he had ahead of him I thought was interesting. So outside of just having the top 100 players, and you could make the debate he's not that just because there's a lot of really elite players at a lot of different positions, and Carson's still kind of working his way up to elite, I think at least. And then he had 10 quarterbacks there. So the one I know we disagreed on a lot was Kirk Cousins. He had Kirk Cousins
1: ahead yes. of Carson.
0: Well, there's a couple of, not just, I mean, Dax is absurd. here. absurd. This is it. D-
1: d- invalidates the list before you even start.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and also, okay. just real quick, Matt, and, Ryan. And, and, Matt Ryan is above him on this list. Can yeah, someone explain also, that to me?
1: Also, real quick, I think the biggest takeaway, which is something we all knew beforehand, but Pete Briscoe is a clown. So. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> that's yeah. my take. All, also Pete true. Pete Briscoe is, is like low on the list of NFL writers who whose opinion I care about. Like, he is <laughs> very low on the list. Like. Way near the bottom of national NFL writers whose opinions matter. But but I mean we're all somebody's Pete Briscoe. Even hearing anything about to do with this list. I mean Pete Briscoe thought Blake Bortles was fucking awesome. Like Pete (laughs) Briscoe is so so weak. Like not a big Briscoe guy. So this guy,
2: I'm a. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I don't know. I think he keeps it interesting. But do you have do you have the list of quarterbacks in front of you? I can pull it up if. not.
0: Oh no. Yeah. So it's. uh, I mean it's it's uh, some of the obvious ones here. Uh, Shoot. I just. Oh man. I had it. Oh. I think Mahomes was one, I think. Yeah, Mahomes, I'm, Mahomes I'm, was one. Uh, I, I Jackson was two. I don't remember where he fell in the top 100, but uh, I know that Matt Ryan was 98, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, oh, here we go. Tom Brady 19 above that. Well, I, you know, that's the, way too high. I mean,
1: I lo- Tom Brady is one all time, but yeah. right now saying Tom Brady's the 19th best player in the NFL is asinine.
0: Uh, Breeze at, ele- Breeze at 11. Year,
1: back but
0: anyway go Uh, breeze at 11 uh, Rogers at 10 Lamar Jackson at seven uh yeah Patrick Mahomes at one let me just see who's in between here real quick uh there's Brady again like
2: 45
0: I think that's asinine as well Went should absolutely be ahead of a I think that's pretty clear here's one interesting thing that I I did see and I want I'll get back to the quarterback thing and uh real quickly but the highest rated eagle that is on here is Lane Johnson at 30 is Lane Johnson a better player than Carson Wentz no
2: yes no he's not that's absolutely a better player than carson no no no, stop look james come on man like i get look carson plays quarterback and if you want to factor that in maybe of
1: course you factor that in that's what this list is i mean that's the flaw in this list like it has to matter quarterback is the most important position in the sport is the hardest position to play like how does that not matter well but i guess my point is
2: like Lane Johnson is a better right tackle than Carson is a quarterback. Now, being a quarterback, I, I think, it's harder, obviously, than being a right tackle. But he's a be- – like, Jason Kelsey's a better center than Carson is a quarterback. But, like, but
1: the, the list has to be – it's what you said at the beginning. It's If you're starting a team, who are you drafting? Who are you taking? Like, it's like if you're a an different NFL list. draft. Like, position matters, though. Like, I mean, it does matter. Yeah, it does matter, but it, it
2: depends on how you're making the list. Like, if you're just going to talk – like, I remember t- – it was probably two, three years ago – I did a list of the top 10 Eagles, and I put Carson number one. And my reasoning was essentially, he's the quarterback, right? Like, he's very good, and he's the quarterback, so he's number one. So I feel what you're saying about the fact that quarterbacks should be rated higher. But Lane Johnson is probably the best right tackle in the NFL. Jason Kelsey, who I know was also ahead of him, probably the best center. Brandon Brooks, maybe the best right guard. Like these guys are at the top of their craft at the position. So if it's close, yes, give it to the quarterback. But I think those guys are considerably better at their job than Carson as a being quarterback.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm kind of. Oh, I would disagree. I, I, I just look at, you know. I think they're better at their job, but I would say significantly not even close. Like, again, I, I think Carson Wentz is a top seven quarterback in the NFL, like top eight quarterback in the NFL, like right in that range. So if I think that, why wouldn't he be more important than those guys? And why wouldn't he be a better player? I made a list of guys I would take
2: over Carson right now. So like not taking taking age or future into consideration. Do you want me to run through that and you see what you do? Okay. So Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Russell Wilson. Of course. Drew, Drew Brees. Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers. Lamar Jackson. Dak Prescott, Kirk. Cousins. Yeah,
1: that's where it ends. It ends. It ends after Dak. I would take all the other guys before him. And even then, like I feel hesitant about like Drew Brees is on the back. And I think Drew Brees is still slightly better, but I don't know if he's much better. Like, Depending on the team around them, I think Drew Brees is a better fit on the Saints. But, like, I don't know if you put Drew Brees on the Eagles with the weapons they have if he does a better job than Wentz. I don't know if he does. I think you need someone who has the ability to make up for some of the deficiencies at the other spots on your offense. So, I I think there are absolutely situations and teams where I would rather have Wentz on it than Brees. So, I'm right in that range as far as how great Wentz is. You would be like... Yeah, you would have him like seventh, then 6 yeah, seven, seven, seven. Like He that. is where I where I have him.
0: Yeah, I I, I would say uh, Deshaun is is still like I think I'm to the point now where I would stick with Wentz, uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't argue if you wanted to swap him in. Yeah,
1: I'm the same way, Bartrick. It's uh, close for me. Watson I'm Wentz is like, like super close
0: for me. I think Deshaun Watson with Doug Peterson would be an mvp every single year to be to be well, com- clearly honest like with you better
2: than once then uh, no
0: I mean, I'm, well. I'm no i'm just i'm just saying well maybe maybe that's true that's why i think there's if he is in a competent uh, facility. I think he's even better than what he's shown before. Well, I mean, he's had better
1: weapons. Like he's yeah. had. I mean, he's freaking been playing with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, whereas, yeah. But I think that's
0: fair. An like DeAndre that's Hopkins. fair. That's totally with fair. quarterback,
2: I just think the structure around matters so much. Like he definitely has had better weapons. Yeah, and I
1: see. I think Bill O'Brien is a an abominable general manager and not a good coach, but he's not a horrendous offensive coach. It's not like his offensive oh, scheme the team is yeah. embarrassing. I know. I'm saying Peterson better. is better, but again, I I think that, to like, it's not like Watson has been playing with with, you know, some coach who can't call offensive plays. Like it's it's okay at yeah. least there. Like I don't think it's fair to say like oh put Watson in the Peterson scheme and he's light years better. I think he's probably better, uh, but again, I think I, it's yeah. somewhat mitigated by the fact that he's been thrown to the best receiver in the game yeah. if for his yeah, career. Yeah, that's the fair. best <laughs> In the game, that's
2: fair. The Eagles are arguably. I don't mean a top two organization, right? Like, I mean, the Eagles are like the elite of the elite when it comes to the power structure of Lurie, Roseman, and Doug. So I just think, yes, DeAndre Hopkins is unreal. He is probably the best receiver in the NFL, but I don't think that mitigates the fact that Carson is in a much better situation than Deshaun Watson is. He just is. It's a better organization, better coach, better GM. I mean, Carson has talent around him too. He doesn't have DeAndre doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins, but he has a way better offensive line than Deshaun Watson's probably ever played with. He has two great tight ends. I think Miles Sanders is a great running back. And Deshaun Watson's had weapons. I just think every single quarterback in the league would pick went to situation over Watson's, even with DeAndre Hopkins there.
0: And, James, to your point, that's why I think this year's going to be really important for that battle because I know that's been flowing through Eagles Twitter for a little bit, and especially this offseason. There's a lot of Houston Texans fans that are – you know, starting to pull their pants up and, you know, tip their cowboy hats a little harder. And, you know, it's starting to come up. I, I think without, you know, the best wide receiver in the game not being there, we're really going to see what it's kind of made of in, in, a, in a rather chaotic situation. Uh, and granted, that's why, you know, Carson's, Carson's come out with more with less. So I'll give him the edge. But again, wouldn't be, wouldn't be too beat I'm up. Late. Elliot Short-Parks, hold on. I, I have let to we, get this out we. of the way. Okay it's an abomination that Kirk Cousins is on this list. Like, an abomination. What, what are we doing, NFL writers? What are we doing? You're getting tricked. Again, this guy has never been consistent in his career, ever. He just got his first playoff win. He's older than Carson wins. He needs massive weapons around him at all time to be relevant, to have, you know, uh, his his yards in the air uh, be or the the air yards that everybody like you know wants to pinch their nipples and twist him so hard like that left too okay Stefan Diggs left and we're still saying ah Kirk Cousins it was all him that's why the Vikings took care of business it wasn't it wasn't just him it took him forever to understand what was happening in that offense maybe that carries on but I mean if we're talking about track records that everyone cares so much about then why are we overthinking Kirk Cousins he had a fantastic year. Let's see if he does it again. There is no way on earth he's better than C- Carson Wentz. I refuse to believe that.
1: He's not well, even the same like league as Carson Wentz. That's okay. how I feel. All right. Well, I, I
2: disagree. I mean, look, Kirk Cousins, and I know he's not playing Carson, but he lit the Eagles up last year. He went into New Orleans and beat the Saints, which I think is the toughest g- game in the NFL, outside of maybe going into Arrowhead. Like, Kirk Cousins is, I agree with you, John. There's certainly been points of his career where I've been very anti Kirk Cousins, but you got to take into consideration what you've seen. Like, if we're going to be high on Carson because of how he finished 2019, it's only fair then to be high on the fact that Kirk Cousins went into New Orleans and beat the Saints. And yes, he does have better weapons around him than Carson, but it is what it is. I mean, I, I look you could convince me for Carson over Kirk Cousins. You could, but I don't think it's like an abomination that he's ahead of Carson. He's a he's accomplished more in his career. He has. Now he's played longer, but he's still accomplished more. I mean Kirk Cousins came into Philadelphia, and granted they were Chip Kelly's teams, but he went in there and won the division in Philly. I think Philly's a tough place to play. Like <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it's a I think it's debatable.
0: I think it's possible, James, that he has always had that regime's, you know, the number. Of course, like I can't argue that, but I still know that Kirk Cousins Look, is dumb.
1: I know Elliot's <laughs> you know? not a big eye test guy. I get that. All you need is a pair of eyes to know that Kirk Cousins isn't in Carson Wentz's league. Like it, I, I I, like you can't even go anywhere else. Like just watch the two guys play. Watch their abilities. Watch what they do. Well, Wentz is light years out of Wentz. Like Wentz. I, or Cousins, I mean. Wentz, Wentz, makes, be close. Wentz can make plays Kirk Cousins can't. I agree with
2: you 100% on that. Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, is like a, just a better passer of the ball. Like I think he's just like a little more consistent. I don't know. I just... I think sometimes with Carson, we get so wrapped up in the highlight plays that we forget that I mean, you know, but his team were 5 and 7 the last years. And I know it's not all him and I know you hate quarterback wins, but <laughs> I, I just think I think it's debatable is all I'm saying. I, I don't think it's like outrageous that he was at 88 or whatever it was and Carson wasn't at 100. It two, wasn't in the top 100.
0: 2672456066 if uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear if it is in fe- I it's not I, I know a lot of people are going to kill Elliot and say, "Oh, there's no, there's no way I would take Kirk Cousins." That's that's not a fun take. What I want you to answer is is it debatable? Because I don't I don't think it is, and and I wonder if the NFL community kind of feels the same way. Do you think that, that would go that way, James? Do you think it'd be more of an even split? Like, if if we look at the get-up and, and is it debatable, would it be on there? You mean from a national perspective? Yeah, yeah, I'm curious if that would ever be a conversation.
1: I mean, I think, look, I think there are enough people out there who have dissenting opinions and there are enough Wentz haters out there that it could go that direction, but... I, like, I just don't understand how you could watch Kirk Cousins play and look at that guy and then watch Carson Wentz play and think that Cousins is in his class. Like, I, I, I get that numbers and all that stuff. I'm just talking about watching the guys play. Like, Carson Wentz is so much more gifted in every way a quarterback needs to be gifted than Cousins. Like, I don't know. It just, to me, like, I'm with you, Barger. In this case, I don't think it's debatable. Like, if you want to debate the other names we talked about, whether it's Watson, whether it's Breeze, even Dak Prescott, who I think Wentz is certainly better than, but at least I'll have a conversation with you. I don't think Kirk Cousins is in those guys' tier,
2: is my opinion. Here's, here's an interesting way to look at it, and I don't know if I know the answer to this, but if 32 GMs got to pick, how many you think would take Carson? How many you think would take? Uh, I think
1: 32 would take Carson. I
2: think,
0: think so. 20 I legitimately
1: field? think that, yeah, uh, based on, on the physical abilities that he has.
0: There's a lot of dumb GMs, so I'm going to make that 23. 23, take uh, Carson.
2: Well, I would just like to say uh, that Cousins, and I'm I'm not even, like, fighting for Cousins. I'm just saying yeah. it's debatable. Like Cousins had his quarterback rating was 15 points higher last year. His completion percentage was considerably higher. I mean, I don't know. But, like, but, but, but Elliot, Adam Field and Simon Diggs yeah, it, and Carson right. Wentz was throwing to Deontay saying, Burnett
1: we, and Rob Davis. And so Elliot. You have to give context. You can only go off what happened. I mean, he only yeah. had you six. got to give context. Like, it's all about context. context. There is part of that, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, he
2: had less interceptions than Carson did, and Carson did a great job taking ball, care of the ball so last you're about,
0: year. Elliot, I, I just know. want to clarify: you're talking about this year, correct?
2: Talking about 2019.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had a better year than Carson Wentz. I'm not even well, debating that, that. that.
2: Matters in this list. no, that, I, that-
0: but I, I'm not. I'm not debating whether who he definitely had the better quarterback uh, year. I, I'm okay. saying if if you're telling me that I can have Kirk Cousins or Carson Wentz for the next, uh, you know, as, as franchise quarterbacks, I'm going to choose Carson Wentz every single time. regardless regardless if there's a flare-up, you know, like that's, I don't, I don't freak out on like, Oh no, Kirk Cousins had a great year. Maybe we were all wrong about him. Let's see it again. That's what I'm saying. Let's see it again without Stephon Diggs the same way that I'm challenging Deshaun Watson. Let's see it without one of the best wide receivers in the league. And that'll prove a lot. You need
2: to see it again from Carson too, though.
0: Yeah. Well, and and that too. Yes. And, and, and if Carson has to continue on what I'm assuming both me and James think is, is where he's going to be. So uh, and that's we, we've been assess, obsessed with that this week. I love that everybody's getting really upset at the radio station for the the once and for all, especially when it comes to and Foles. And like, it's just fun. It's fun uh, here in Ike Reese today. It was a uh, it was a good time. Just real quick, uh, any Eagles quarterback in in history, who would you choose to win one game? Nick Foles, uh,
2: Elliot Short Parks. Oh, Nick Foles. But I I have something really fun before we get into it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh- Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Never mind. Oh, what? But um, I, would def- I would definitely take
1: Nick Foles. No, what was your fun thing? I mean, it has uh, to be Nick Foles. It has no. to be. For now. May, I, I think ultimately Wentz will be better, and there will be a, a point in time where we will answer that question saying Carson Wentz. But right now at this moment, it has to be
0: Nick Foles. I agree. That's, that's incredible.
1: That, <laughs> Carson, Carson made it a
2: discussion. Not Well, not a really discussion, but he put himself kind of like... In the debate, by the way, he ended last year like that Cowboys win Definitely. was a huge win. It was a huge win, right? He he won four games in a row that they had to win, so that absolutely matters. I thought it was really interesting that Ray Dinger on uh, James on your show yeah. he picked Bowles as both the best quarterback in franchise history. And the quarterback you'd pick to win one game. Like if there's anybody that you can accuse that you cannot accuse of having a hot take, it's Ray Didinger, right? Like that guy just tells it like it is, and he's seen more Eagles football than anybody else. And he picked Foles, which I thought was pretty interesting.
0: Uh, James Seltzer, that was his two takes. Ray Didinger, that's his two takes. I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback in history, but he's not. Uh, oh, I
1: mean, I, I, you know, you guys gave me crap when I said he was the best yeah. quarterback in Eagles history, and now Ray Dinger's on my side. I have to fight still, both, no of biggie,
0: them.
1: But no biggie, <laughs> no biggie. Just me and Ray over here in the corner. We'll we'll, we'll have our take and be happy about it. Uh,
0: two six seven two four five sixty sixty six is how. Uh, you It's the fastest way to get a hold of us Everybody has a phone, if you're listening to this, you have a phone It's easier just to text, we'll text back a couple of times When we open the old Skype machine It's a lot of fun, it's how you get questions And also, again, sponsors Right here, baby, bam You can just you can just be a part of the text line uh, And we would love to have you uh, Spike.eskin at uh, intercom.com If you want to know how to get uh, Involved with that uh, We start out with our good friend uh, Quinn and uh, And I gotta say uh, James Quinn is very, very mad at me.
1: <laughs> well, as long as he's not mad at me, because I yeah. am a huge I'm, Quinn Ritter fan. I, I so am a big I'm very excited that he's
0: not mad at me. Quinn Ritter fan, which is why I know this This comes from love, because he he can't believe... Hey, John, where did this infatuation with Hertz come? Did you always love his game in college and never figured you know he'd land on the birds and now you're over the moon? To be honest, it still baffles me that you've essentially tossed Wentz to the garbage with the high hopes to replace him with Tim Tebow Light. Hurts was bad in Alabama, pro, a pro system, and that's why he got replaced. I just don't get it, man. First of all, where am I saying Carson Wentz, throw him out? You guys are the ones that are scared, that need to pull up your pants and tighten your belts a little bit and realize that Carson Wentz's job is not in danger. I just got through saying how dumb Elliot was that he thinks Kirk Cousins should be in the discussion. Why on earth would I be ready for Jalen Hurts to take over? I'm ex- And why am I infatuated in it? Because no one knew it was coming, and we don't have any answers, and it's during a pandemic. And guess what? It doesn't mean that I'm I'm, I'm saying this is how it is. I'm pushing back on a, on a simple idea that it's just they're concerned about Carson Wentz. It's a, a, a long-term project, and that's that. I'm not buying it. I think Doug's lying. I think Howie's lying. I don't know what they're lying about. That's all. I'm just pushing back here. I've already come down from the grandiose a little bit on the last podcast here, but I, I'm not buying it, man. I I think that there has to be something that that changes this offense a little bit, even if it's a a, a bigger packages than we're assuming uh, phrasing. Uh, But uh, I don't know. I I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't I don't, don't don't. Would you guys at least agree with me that we really don't know what's happening yet?
2: James, go go ahead. <laughs> I, me and him debated.
0: <laughs> me and him debated this. Like what, what do
1: you minutes. mean? That I don't understand the question. That we don't know what's happening yet. What do I, you I, mean I'm by that? I'm saying
0: I don't believe we have an answer of what they're doing with Hurts exactly. That's all. That, we can we can at least well, agree on. that. Of
1: course that. we don't. But my guess is is he's going to be the third string quarterback, and they'll have some packages for him to get involved and stuff. But uh, if, uh, to I don't like specifically to answer your question. I don't know what the future holds, but I would say for this season, I think we see very little of Jalen Hurts. Oh,
0: yeah, uh, which would be a little disappointing. And then I'm right with you guys. That'd be a little it'd be a little less of a, of a cool pick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If there's not uh, that going on, uh, do, uh, Elliot, I'll ask this one to you. Do you guys All think right. that the Eagles cut uh Rizul Douglas and or Sidney Jones? Also, uh, have you guys checked out um uh manessa bailey from morgan state he was an undrafted free agent and this dude has size and can fly uh flat out fly pete from san jose pete thanks for uh chiming in there i haven't actually taken a look at any of the ufda's uh, elliot of you uh, uh no DFA's. i have not what's what's this guy's name uh it is pete san jose california no, no, no,
2: the, the name of the player oh
0: my bad uh um, uh men's uh mansa bailey M A N. You
2: first started to say it, and this is probably embarrassing considering I cover the team, but I thought he was recommending some type of like emo singer or something. <laughs> I was like, who's this person about to say? Yeah, so that's but, a, uh, a
0: no from, I think, all three of us, but do you think uh, Jones and Douglas make it out?
2: Well, it's interesting that they redid Rasul's deal. I, I mean, the, normally that indicates – I mean, they were probably going to cut him or trade him if not, so that indicates they have some interest in bringing him back and at least giving him a shot. When you look at the cornerback depth chart – Obviously, Darius Slay is going to be on there. Nicole Roby Coleman is going to be on there. Levante. Oh, not Levante. Wow, I just got pierced <laughs> in <there> yesterday. Uh, <laughs> LeBlanc is going to be on there. Um, who am I missing? Avante Maddox is going to be on there. So there are some locks. I think Sidney Jones has a better chance of making it than Rasul Douglas does. But I, I think one of either Sidney Jones or Rasul makes it, and I would lean towards Sidney Jones, which is a shame because I like Rasul. I think he can be a good player, but I would lean Sidney.
0: Uh, James, you agree?
1: Um yeah I think so uh I think the fact that they restructured Rasul's contract was interesting you know they I think that clear I think if I had to guess how that played out it was basically a hey restructure your contract or we'll cut you type of situation which makes me believe that he is not on on sure footing um I think there's a chance both guys make the team still and they they keep six cornerbacks I I wouldn't be shocked by that um but I agree. I think if I had to bet on one, just one of the two to make the team, I'd probably bet they give Sydney one last shot before they give Rasul one last shot. But honestly, I would probably uh, – look, let's put it this way. I've seen more good out of Rasul Douglas in the NFL than I've seen out of Sidney Jones.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think that's fair. Uh, but for the same reasons, it's how his guy, I think he's going to hold on to it. And that's why I think Jones makes it so out. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll admit I'm guilty of one thing. I'm buying into like the Sidney Jones off-season hype videos that he oh, posts of himself like working out. I know oh, that <laughs> I'm so not. He's I know. back. I
0: know. Oh, sorry. I know.
2: I know. <laughs> but I will say, last year Brandon Graham did it, and I was. I ended up. He ended up having a better year. So I don't know. I'm just. I'm buying. I'm back in on Sydney. I think that's where I'm at right now. For for now. Uh,
0: James, I'm gonna stick with you from Patrick Delco native and uh, Nashville, Tennessee, present. Uh, We hope you're doing well down there in uh, Nashville, buddy. Thoughts on uh, John Hightower, Quez Watkins. Do they make an impact uh, at all? Any impact? Appreciate you all. Appreciate you, uh, Patrick. What do you think, my friend? Do the uh, fifth and sixth round picks make an impact at wide receiver there, James?
1: Yeah, Patrick, thanks for the question, man. We really appreciate it. Um, No, probably not. Uh, I'm not counting on it. Look, um, it's hard to say that when we just came off a season where, again, Deontay Burnett and Rob Davis were on the field for <laughs> right. meaningful snaps at the end of the season. So like anything can happen and whatnot, but especially considering the, the situation we're in with no OTAs, no real offseason program, like coming in cold. I'm not counting literally on any rookie to make any sort of impact, not Jalen Rieger and certainly not the fifth and sixth round picks. Um, Again, if one of those guys catches a long touchdown or two, I wouldn't be shocked. But no, I'm not counting on either of those guys, Watkins or Hightower, to be a meaningful part of the offense this year.
0: Uh, e, any different takes on that?
2: Uh, no, I would I would agree with that. I think James hit the nail on the head. Yeah, they're pretty I'm much. Not,
0: I, I don't think any, <laughs> any rookie. I would even. I feel a little uh, better about Rager uh, with this rookie year. But uh, outside of that, I, I think James is kind of. Right on the ball here. We'll just have to kind of wait and see. I, I, you know, it's the, to me, it's whether they're going to delay the season or not. And I think that's a good question to ask. Uh, when we get back to it, when we understand when they're actually going to be in training camp and how much time. Hey, guys, uh, thanks for keeping things fun during the not-so-fun times. Question for James. Uh, oh. For a baseball guy like me who doesn't use oh. the, the cesspool known as Twitter, see, this is why we have to use the text line. I agree with you. How, how
1: I, I have I have been, and if people haven't noticed, I've been taking it much more uh, hiatuses yeah, from Twitter, and it has been amazing. It's been great. It has, like, changed my whole outlook on the world my anxiety level it's been great yeah so highly recommend it
0: absolutely so he says for a baseball guy like me who doesn't use the cesspool known as twitter how can i submit questions to the high hopes podcast Uh, do you and jack (laughs) have an email or text number thanks mike from north philly see we're connecting and if you're not listening to the high hopes podcast you're a fucking idiot sorry am i allowed to curse anymore elliot
1: yeah,
2: sure. Well, I think that one guy that was mad went and listened to Glenn and Ray, which is okay. a good list anyway.
0: Okay. But I think we're Well, we'll yet. withhold. I think that'll be the one. We'll call it there. Uh, but yeah, how can they get a hold of you, James?
1: So we actually have a High Hopes email, and I don't know it. I should know it. I think it's like a <laughs> Pod <highhopespod laughs> at gmail.com maybe, I think. I think.
0: Okay, all right. I'll uh, get so an answer.
2: By, uh, tweet it. Yeah. Jack. Fritz. Here, well, he doesn't that. have
1: Twitter, so hold on. I'll get an answer by the end of the pod. I will text Jack
0: now. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that gives us some time. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Chef Scott McGill. Uh, where I'm just going to say we oui, chef every time that you text. Uh, j- also, just chiming in. Offense can uh, uh, be explosive as well. If not, uh, they they always seem to uh, make it work with someone. But with uh, Rager, Djax, uh, Goodwin being able to stretch the field and getting Goddard and everybody else underneath. Uh, you know, he's just saying, I think you'll be surprised at what they can do with new, new talent in there in the same offense. I get that. Uh, what's up guys. This is uh Chris from Nashville. There's a lot of Nashville going on here. I appreciate it. Shout out to
1: Nashville. I had a, Elliot and I. That was yes. the first time Elliot and I ever hung out. We had a fun oh, week in
0: Nashville together. Oh boy, the we whi- got drank
1: drunk, way, way, too <laughs> way too much whiskey, way <laughs> too much whiskey, way too much
0: whiskey. It's a two. Yeah. It's a two. That part- was
2: one of the starts of me trying not to drink as much whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it, was
0: yes. it, was, it was bad. It was very fun time though. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Chris, uh, is a two-parter, and uh, I'm gonna address this to you because he is he has it. Uh, uh, one of them uh, to you. I hate to say it. But Elliot is right ninety nine percent of the time, and we need to start listening to him. Wow, the listen to did you hear Elliot's head grow just like that? Although,
2: although I kind of agree, I, we need to. It's already very big. Like when I used to wear fitted hats, I was almost a size eight back in the day <laughs>
0: with the fit My, hats. Wow, so you do have the big head. Was, wow.
2: That is a big head. Yeah, I was like
0: a seven and something. It was almost the wow. end. Like, yeah. Wow. Yes, and I will be cutting, uh, wow, that is a big head. The
1: kind words from him. Uh, by the way, by the way, the high hopes Pod at gmail.com.
0: Aha. Is it with two E's, the, or just the? Just the. Okay.
1: The just... High Hopespod, not <laughs>
0: the. It's a good point, Barton. You caught I me just, there. I just thought, the. Fritz, no,
1: no, no, no. Fritz no, no. might You're have been right. a little creative.
0: That's all. The yeah.
1: high hopes pod at gmail.com.
0: Uh, so I agree that we all need to start listening to Elliot more. Uh, I'm not sure about the 99% thing. However, that's why I just want to fit that in there. Uh, the, The whole Andre, the second part of this, this whole Andre Dillard situation is really bothering me. Doug even said yesterday, the concern is his strength. And during this pandemic, you see on social media, almost every player is working out except Andre Dillard. What would make me feel better is if uh, to see Andre go move in with Lane Johnson until this is over. Lane works out like a freak, and he's got this whole, uh, uh, oh, yeah, this uh, this barn workout that he's doing. I, I've noticed that, Hashtag too. Hashtag
1: no oh. days off. No right days yet. off.
0: And I have confidence that Lane could whip Andre into shape and put 25 to 30 pounds of muscle that he needs. The kid just needs a kick in the ass. Elliot, what do you think of that?
2: Well, social distancing. That all that aside, I yeah. mean, like,
0: not literally, <laughs> but, but but the the kick in the ass. Like, what do you? What would ease somebody's concerns about Andre Dillard this offseason?
2: Andre's in a tough spot right now because the things that he's being criticized are not things he can really prove. Like, he can't really prove that he's like a tough guy. All of a sudden, sort of, you know getting in a fight in week one yeah. and also they're not even playing right now. And, and even if they were, they wouldn't be doing anything that he could really look good in. Offensive linemen don't necessarily shine during OTAs no and mini camps Cause there's no, there's no real contact. So at this point he just has to look, he just has to deal with it. I hope Andre's is a guy that does not read what people write about him or talk because it's been, it's been a rough offseason for him. I mean, he's been dragged through trade rumors, Jason Peters stuff. But I think for Andre, it's going to take a while. Like this is not something that's going to go away. He's going to have to prove himself, and he gets a good shot in week one against Chase Young. So he'll be. If he has a rough day, then that's going to it's going to get ugly quickly. But I think I think for him to prove himself and kind of like get things going, I think it's going to take a while. I think there can be one thing. Uh,
0: here's what I'll say: is this is a classic player you don't like or are unsure about. So it must be true that he's weak. And unlike Carson, for people who like him, ever the majority of people like Carson Wentz, they don't believe that there's any flaws with him. I think this is a classic case of this. That's it. I, I, I think everything is going to be fine with Andre Dillard. I don't know if he's going to be a superstar anymore. Obviously, you should question all these things. But if Jason Peters uh, is is coming back here, then I think you have... Your, your answer on that and I'm still <laughs> I still think he's coming back so uh, what else do we have here uh, a couple more and I know that uh, oh man you gotta are you gonna be on the same side as Joe Gillio in about 20 minutes by the way
2: oh in the Wentz versus Foles yeah.
0: um, I think there's a fair chance
2: of that yeah I, I think, think we can all assume that will <laughs> yeah. be a, a couple Me of, of Gillio. nice yeah. little
1: Foles is the best conversation coming up here, <laughs> here yeah
2: really surprised he asked me to come on like it'll certainly be fun I, but was, I was too actually I yeah. mean like you're going on the
1: other shows makes a lot of sense provide a counterpoint it's like why right. is he having, you having know, like you think you want people on are gonna disagree I guess not uh, and I gotta say Foles versus Wentz.
2: It's just, it's my favorite debate of all time. Okay, <laughs> I, there's no debate I enjoy more. Like whatever side you fall on, it's just such an interesting debate to me. That here's, you the, know, here's you
1: know, what I'll say. As, as as again, we're doing once and for all week this week at WIP, and right. it is the fourth day. So you know McNabb on Monday, right. 2008 Phillies Tuesday, Hinky, and then today, like nothing was close in terms of like. Level of vitriol created anger, just general reaction to today. Like I would tweet <laughs> out like a link to the show or whatever, and like the last couple days, last three days, people were, like you get some response, whatever. Today it's like every time I look at Twitter, it's like 38 new responses, 42 <laughs> new responses. I'm like, what is happening? Like it is it is the most volatile debate that we have.
2: Yeah. Uh, Welcome so, to my mentions. By the like, way, so- <laughs> Joe, Joe Gilio tweeted out this morning bright and early like once I saw Joe tweet this I was like I'm there's no topic this like this is the tweet of the day oh, he it tweeted out tweet. and whatever you think of it or not it was just a very thought provoking tweet like <laughs> Joe Gilio's mentions are like the new eagles chat room like that people just go in there to debate so he tweeted and I I'm, I think I disagree with this. I'm sure you two do. But sticking with Carson Wentz over Nick Foles was a mistake. Wentz could have been traded for significant draft picks. Foles re-signed at a lesser price and better roster built around a winner, big game star, and better Eagles quarterback would have been the result. He got 1,300 responses. What a masterpiece. Wow. What a masterpiece. Sixty five retweets <laughs> and 1,100 likes. So it was actually
0: almost dead even in terms wow. of – by but, by the art of the take analytics, that is perfect, isn't it? That's almost 100. QB perfect. It's amazing. Well, the, interesting,
2: the it, interesting thing about his point, which is he's not saying Foles is better. He's saying if you traded Carson for a lot of assets, a team would be in a better situation. Do either of you guys agree with that? Uh, no, no, but it's a it's a
1: thought provoking <laughs> yeah, tweet. I agree with you. I
0: think it's a really it's really an interesting clever way to look angle. At it. Yeah, and but, and the people biting the cheese, um, we're um we're all laughing like it's just the 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 whole deep state of uh, of all of this and where that came out from you're right James like it's hilarious and well and and great and all entertaining all at the same time to see how that you know continues to spark up everything well, and then it led I, to I, the, real quickly do you believe it is okay to say Tom Brady was a backup quarterback no okay that if somebody was arguing that
2: well, uh, be, I, guess, be, I, I I guess he did start as a back I guess it would depend on the context
0: like in in the context was me saying Nick Phyllis is the greatest backup quarterback in NFL history.
2: Okay, I would agree with you there because I don't – but obviously he did come in as a backup, but –
1: It's an interesting yeah, question. Yeah, I, I think it's different in the sense that Brady got drafted – as a you know six rounder, and then once he got a shot, never went back to being a backup. Right, Foles that's why. I Been a backup it. multiple times in his yeah, career, so yeah. I think it's that's a true. different thing. And later in his career, and when he made that run, he's you know thirty or whatever. I think you are totally fair to say that Bartred, and Tom Brady should not count in yeah. that
0: discussion. Yeah, well, it, and
1: also when Foles won the the
2: quarterback when he won the Super Bowl in twenty, he was a backup. Yeah, yeah, but also I don't remember, and maybe I just miss it, but I don't. I don't think anybody was talking about the fact that Brady wanted as a backup. Like I, I feel yeah. like that's not part of his story in a, in a way. Yeah, like because because he's so amazing.
0: Is, I, I yeah. don't I don't think it's like and and maybe Tom is unique. And if you want to call it that, you want to get really stupid with the semantics, I guess. But you know he he did never go back. Injury was the only thing that kept him down, and he was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I think the fact that you know he did it in the sixth round is way more impressive, and never lost his thing. But I just think back to Nick Foles, every single moment was in a backup spot. 27 and 2 was a backup, yeah, spot. Was a backup spot. Yeah, so yeah.
2: so it's... Well, I was just going to say, like, so today, I've, I've honestly been thinking more about why it's an interesting debate as opposed to the actual debate itself, and I think one of the reasons it really seems to, like, stick with people and, like, you could always talk about it, is it really is kind of talking about, like, potential versus results, and that's always an interesting debate in sports, always. Like, no matter who you tag those two like... Foles has, I, I think at least, accomplished more in an Eagles uniform than Wentz has. But I think we would also all agree that when you talk about the future, like Wentz is probably the one you would want. And that's yeah. why it's such an interesting debate because it's Wentz, when you argue for Wentz, there's no there's reasons, of course, but it's it's normally the argument of like, look, Foles has accomplished a lot, but for the next 10 years I won't wince. But with Foles, it's more about what he's actually done and I think that's why it's, yeah. it's just so interesting to talk about it with
0: people. Yeah, and I think the, what what gives me confidence just so you know I, uh, he keeps ringing the bell every time we ask him. But for the most part, I mean there isn't anything that he's done in a technical sense that I look at and go like, "Oh my god, this guy's regressing, He's not learning anything." You know, even talk when he's moments. Yeah, and even when he's battling like he keeps answering the bell every single time and keeps improving under <coughs> enormous pressure, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and that's, that's I think, why people are so like, hey, come on, like, he has done everything. That's why we're all upset about the hurt stuff, and that's going to continue on and on and on. But uh, we will leave it there. We didn't get to uh, all of uh, the text, but I promise you, there's a very, very long offseason, <laughs> and uh, we uh, we love talking to you guys, 267-245-6066. Uh, James, um, I, I guess we need to... Uh, well, I'll I'll keep it a secret every week. But but seriously, uh, James Seltzer uh, needs uh, needs money and I need seltzer. So let's let's make that happen. I want to make that point out.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and uh, let's just have contrary
1: a contrary gr- to popular belief, yes. I will take money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but uh, fellas, anything on our way out? uh as uh as we are getting closer to know, does the weekend even matter anymore if i say we're getting close oh, to the weekend buddy, does it, it matter does to me my oh that's yeah, right. i can
1: say it does it's that <laughs> three-day weekend i'm i've honestly i've never because here's the thing like normally like it's not like i'm not a big take days off guy it's not going like on vacation or whatever but like there's something about like the last two and a half months whatever it's been like i can't call out of work i mean obviously if i was sick and and you're supposed to whatever but like like i can't miss work because then you're adding another person who's not supposed to be there and then it's a person who people don't see every day and all like so it's like i have felt like i I am not allowed not like spike would say it or anything but like i feel like i I am not allowed to miss a day of work so it's been like a real like it's like, you know, it, it's been like a grind to, yeah. to go every day while no one else is going and do all stuff. And it's fine. I'm happy to do it. I really am. But, like, I am super excited for a Monday off. I am oh, yeah. pumped, man.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> I And, yeah, enjoy the sunshine as much as you can, man. Elliot, any, um, any pro tips for the weekend?
2: Well, not a pro tip for the weekend, but... I did successfully use my health insurance card to get money off of a prescription yeah. this weekend.
0: Yeah. Let All me right. tell you.
2: What a high. Like so <laughs> initially <a> initially <laughs> initially my prescription was going to be $77, which I was like that sucks. That's enough that like that sucks. But I used my card, and it went down to five dollars. And wow. like, I am so bad with health insurance. I don't understand it. I don't know. I had to call someone at the counter at the pharmacy to even pull this off. Like, I am just so bad at it, and it just made me feel like a real adult. So to everybody out there who, your buddy, look yeah. at you. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. It was uh, a
1: very adult thing to do, buddy.
2: It was proud super of adult. I, I had a screenshot of the card on my phone. <laughs> like I was ready to go, and
1: <laughs> it
0: worked. Pretty, it's
2: impressive. Uh, I mean, it, it is. Should,
1: yeah. Should be impressed with yourself,
0: James. Which I wrote
2: going uh, uh, to Memorial Day weekend
0: with James. I wrote down Elliot does adulting. You cool with that? <laughs> yeah, I
1: think that's <laughs> I think that's a good way to put it. Okay, yeah. so
0: we'll we'll do that every week too. Uh, and I just want to say, listen, as, as James is doing the grind, I gotta shout out the entire station. And I know it always sounds like ridiculous when you know you have three people that work for it and be like, hey, we're doing a great job, but they I, like number one in the country. In terms of going through all this, and guys are doing things that I didn't even think were possible when no sports were going. Uh, I think you know James deserves a—he uh, always deserves a ton of credit for doing midday the midday show because those guys are nuts uh, and fun and amazing. But <laughs> seriously, hot tip to all you guys because there's no fucking way I could do that five days a week. Not a chance. Like you guys are a well-oiled machine. Everybody is. It's it. No one skipped a beat. From uh, up top to all the way down, digital. Like it's it's. I'm incredibly proud of of the station being able to pump out content while you know we're all sitting here really really miserable. But I I don't want to leave you on a on a miserable note. I do want to say that you know hey we all need to make a a, a couple of a uh, couple of dollars on the side. Want to tell all of my uh, bartender server friends that are looking for work. Gotta say I've been doing a couple of delivery app stuff uh, on the side to make a couple of a uh, couple extra bucks. And my goodness, it is the easiest serving job I have ever done in my life. And uh, you can make pretty good money right now because that's that's how people are going out. And I want to recommend whatever uh, service that you do, park your ass at Chipotle, stay there, make sure the dollars are higher than the miles, and you will have the easiest job in the world and be able to make some money. So wherever that is, if you need some tips, feel free to DM me or text me. I'll help you out. But... uh, it's been, uh, it's been pretty nice so far, and I get to listen to WIP most of the day. So double bonus uh, for there for, uh, of course, James Seltzer, Elliott Shore Parks. I'm John Barchard. Really love you guys. Tuning in each and every week, even when you're pulling your hair out. That's what's p- the fun of this. Like, that, you know, this is, this is sports. It's supposed to be. We're supposed to get mad. We're supposed to get passionate, and we're supposed to have a lot of fun. We're glad that you are with us. Uh, we'll see you next time, uh, Saturday, 1 to 3. Go Birds Radio, and then uh, Monday. Monday as well. I'm sure we'll be doing Jumping Jacks and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, thank you very much. We'll see you. James! Gilbert! <laughs> <laughs> it always throws me off when you do the one. Oh, yeah.